so. Boom, how are you? I'm good. Nice. How have you been since last week? We had a showcase. Great. Amazing. Yeah. Likewise. Good. Very well. Good stuff. Made some connections, doing some cool things with this thing. Oh, yeah. Just keeping that vague, but, you know. Right. Rock and roll. We'll get there and out there eventually. Many thanks to all of our consistent listeners. I'm a yeah. huge fan of you guys. I am your fan, guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening to our nonsense. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. That is a good point. Yeah. We've talked about giants in Afghanistan. Right. Which may or may not be the real reason behind 9-11. I'm not saying it is. No. But we end up there somehow. Yep. Um, yeah, and if you're just a melonhead, I'm a fan of you too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Melonheads are cool. They are cool. They shouldn't be as cool. <laughs> this is like this is like a creative dump, like a like a not a dump, <laughs> like a uh, like a mine. That's what I meant to say. Like like digging for stuff. Yeah. We'll find all these ideas, and all it does is inspire me. Yeah, we just keep finding more stuff too. Yeah. I don't. Uh, it'll never stop. I don't think. Like there's just no. so much shit. Because what happens is every I wa- time I find something new, there's like a hundred new things off it. Yes. And then you're like, well, I can't talk about all this. This changes what I was trying to discuss. Yep. Do I gotta cut myself off? Yeah, and we try to keep these under an hour for the most part. Yeah, we and do. sometimes we get a little carried away. Oh man, I like when that happens. Like, well, it's yeah. like, well, this has an ending, so we're gonna get to it. Right. Is it an hour and a half? Well, if it happens, it happens. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder. I wonder how we'd feel after we ever get to two hours oh. by accident. It won't happen on purpose. <laughs> yeah. It'll just be like, oh, we're almost there, huh? Uh huh. Okay. I'm pretty sure we've. Yeah, we're probably hour been and a close. Half. Yeah. Hour and a half. I mean, so we in theory it could happen. Yeah, we could definitely get carried away enough. If I get if I sit down and start doing a typey type, and they're like, "Oh wow, I've been typing. Oh, that's all I did today." Yeah. Oh, that's hmm. right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm glad I learned about this. You know, this fucking living toenail on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Spent two hours talking about this living toe. Uh huh. Oh, that haunts the moors of who knows what country. Could be any of them. I mean, it'd probably just be Illinois. Right, but yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Somehow it'd get back here. Yeah, like oh well, oh this oh the toe took the L. Oh, cool. Haunted Toe. <laughs> Tune in for that one. Yeah. When we're really <laughs> looking for all-star topics. Mm-hmm. But, speaking of all-star topics, what do you got for us tonight? And by the way, this podcast is called Weird and Feared. Sure is. Yeah, so uh, what kind of, what do you got for me tonight? Well, Nick, I want to talk, talk to you about this beautiful country we live in. Oh, Zach, I love this beautiful country. It's gorgeous, right? It I is. Mean, from the Niagara Falls to the Grand Canyon. Yeah, that's like, a, you're going to break under song. Smoky Mountains. <laughs> Majesties. Oh, Mountain Majesty. <laughs> the Rocky Mountains. Yeah. Great Plains. Yeah. Great Lakes. Yeah. Sea to Shining Sea. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Coast to coast, baby. Right, yeah. But can you imagine the awesomeness of witnessing all this, all these incredible sights untouched? Like, nothing. Can you imagine being the first person to... Come across the Grand Canyon. Oh my God! I sometimes I think about that. I mean, I've never been. I will. Me, me neither. I will someday. But just pictures are incredible, even with all the people around and everything. Yeah, even with those weird, like those zip lines I got now. How do you feel about those? I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I don't know. You I'm can to- zip line the Grand Canyon. I'm torn because, like, maybe it should just be a canyon. Could be. But there's zip lines now. I mean, it was a canyon for a really long time. I mean. You can have a zipline phase for a little bit. <laughs> the zipline phase. <laughs> yeah, I look forward to the phase where the zipline's busted down and just rotted. Yeah. Oh, that'll, that'll look, speaking of beautiful. Even uh, a man who hates feelings 
Ron Swanson. Oh, yes. Says that it's one of the two acceptable places to cry is the Grand Canyon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hometown hero, that actor. Yeah. Sure is. Mm-hmm. So, at this point, I feel it's safe to say that exploration is kind of ingrained into American society. Absolutely. It's not solely an American thing. You know, it's been around forever. After all, most of us are descendants of Europeans. We had to get over here somehow, right? Correct. We, yeah, we are not natural to this environment. But we've set foot on the moon, sent robots to Mars, launched satellites into the great unknown in search of questions and answers. Man, that Mars rover is going to make me sad. Yeah, well. Opportunity. Mm-hmm. No, no more knocking for opportunity. So, do you know what the core of discovery is? Tell me about it. You do. You know what it is. Do I? You just don't know the name. Sure. But the core of discovery was created by Thomas Jefferson. Ah, oh, good guy, TJ. Thomas Jefferson commissioned this expedition shortly after negotiating the Louisiana Purchase. Mm. And much like space travel... The goal was to see just what is out there. Maybe find answers. Strange and beautiful sights. Meet unknown people. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it's a, at its heart, it's a good goal. So most people know this as uh, the Lewis and Clark expedition. But it was called the Corps of Discovery. And it was headed by Meriwether Lewis and William Clark. So I'm going to read you a quote from Meriwether Lewis at the beginning of this expedition, which was early 1800s. So Meriwether Lewis said, We were now about to penetrate a country at least 2,000 miles in width, on which the foot of civilized man had never trod. The good or evil it had in store for us was for experiment yet to determine. It's bold. Yeah. I mean... They were going from the from St. Louis all the way to Washington State. It took them almost two and a half years. Ah, oh, man, it's a long time. Yeah, it's a long time. You don't even know it's over there. No, I mean it was the outer space of that generation, the frontier. Yeah, and it was open for like since yeah. the nation founded until like the early 1900s. Right. I mean that's why we call it well, space is the final frontier. Yeah. And that was the. The Great Frontier. Yeah. Or the Wild Frontier, even. Yes. Yeah. So even with all of this beauty to behold in this country, there's always a dark side. There's always a dark side. The yin to the yang. The duality of life. Sith Jedi. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the part that makes exploration scary, you know. The, uh, The unknown. It isn't always stumble upon a Grand Canyon. No. Sometimes sometimes it's way worse than that. Oh, my God. Well, I'm going to tell you a story now. I'm here. This is a story from the Ojibwe. Okay. One winter, a newly married couple went hunting with the other people. When they moved to the hunting ground, a child was born to them. One day, as they were gazing at him in his cradle board... Talking to him, the child spoke to them. They were very surprised because he was too young to talk. Where is that mandigo sick? Which means sky spirit. Uh Uh-oh. Asked the baby. 
They say he is very powerful, and one day I am going to visit him. His mother grabbed him and said, You should not talk about the Manido that way. That means spirit, by the way. Got it. A few nights later, they fell asleep again with the baby in his cradle board between them. In the middle of the night, the mother awoke and discovered that her baby was gone. She woke her husband, and he got up, started a fire, and looked all over the wigwam for the baby. They searched the neighbor's wigwam, but could not find it. They lit birch bark torches and searched the community for the tracks. At last, they found some tiny tracks leading down to the lake. Halfway down to the lake, they found the cradle board. They knew that they knew then the baby himself had made the tracks, had crawled out of his cradle board, and was headed for the Manito. The tracks leading from the cradle down to the lake were large, far bigger than human feet. The parents realized that their child had turned into a Wendigo. Oh my god. The terrible ice monster who could eat people. Oh my god, why did he do that? They could see his tracks where he had walked across the lake. God damn it, that's her child. The Manido gets sick. That's Sky Spirit again. Yeah. Had 50 smaller mini-dog uh, spirits. I'm just going to say spirit from now on. Sure, do it. Or little people to protect them. When one of these spirits threw a rock, it was a bolt of lightning. Oh my god. As the Wendigo approached, the spirit heard him coming and ran out to meet him and began to fight. Finally, they knocked him down with a bolt of lightning. The Wendigo fell dead with a noise like a big tree falling. As he lay there, he looked like a big Indian. But when the people started to chop him up, he was a huge block of ice. They melted down the pieces and found in the middle of the body a tiny infant, about six inches long, with a hole in his head where the mini spirit yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. had hit him. Yeah. This w- was the baby who had turned into a Wendigo. If the spirit had not killed it, the Wendigo would have eaten up the whole village. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. So that's... Bad. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a oral story from the Ojibwa tribe. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. So, Wendigos. Human-eating ice monster. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's what I want to talk about today. Oh, man. that's You know what I want you to talk about today? <laughs> that? <laughs> well, that's what we're going to do. Man, I could lucked out. Holy shit. Yeah, so Wendigo, roughly translated, means the evil spirit that devours mankind. Well, that's a strong statement. I mean, that's a whole lot of things out of such a small word. So concise. Yeah, I mean, it's to the point. It is. It's Algonquin in origin, but uh, there's a lot of Native American lore on it. But Algonquin seems to be the, the big one. So the Wendigo is said to haunt the woods of the Great Lakes region and almost all of Canada, all the way up to like the Arctic Circle. Like it's expand, he's got yeah. wide territory. Yeah, big wide territory. And these horrifying creatures are said to devour human flesh with an insatiable appetite. I think that's the only way anyone ever craves for human flesh. It's always insatiable. Yeah. It's got to have it. I think you're right, because... It's like, oh, I guess I could eat human tonight. Yeah, it's not like, eh, well, if that's all we got. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, yeah, I want it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to eat it. I'm going to put that in my mouth. Yeah, so... Insatiable beasts. And I'm going to read you a description from a 
Ancient Origins is the website. Please do. Uh, the h- hunger is reflected in their appearance, which, according to some, is extremely thin. Despite their gaunt physique, Wendigog, mm. I guess is the plural. What, say that, the plural again? Wendigog. Wendigog. Got it. Are described by some as giants, measuring <clears throat> about 15 feet in height. Whilst there are slight variations as to the physical description of this creature, amongst the different Algonquin peoples, it is generally agreed that Wendigog have glowing eyes, long yellowed fangs, long tongues. Most Wendigog are also said to have sallow, yellowish skin, though others say they are matted with hair or have dis- decaying skin. Uh, a few different types, maybe. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Could be. Uh... And I'm going to read you another quote here from Basil Johnson, who is an Ojibwa teacher and scholar from Ontario. Okay. Uh, The Wendigo was gaunt to the point of emaciation. Its desiccated skin pulled tightly over its bones, with its bones pushing out against its skin. Its complexion, the ash gray of death, and its eyes pushed back deep into their sockets. The Wendigo looked like a gaunt skeleton, recently disinterred from the grave. What lips it had were tattered and bloody, unclean and suffering from separations of the flesh. The Wendigo gave off a strange and eerie odor of decay, decomposition of death and corruption. Oh. Sounds pleasant. What a what a nice guy. I'm gonna you know who needs a you need to invite to your next dinner you have? The Wendigo. The Wendigo. Or a Wendigo. Yeah, you know if he's got a friend, get the Wendigo over here. Wendy. Wendy. Oh, we humanized him real nice there. Yeah. Well, hey, hey, Wendy. Yeah. She knew Kevin. <laughs> Kevin from Kandahar. <laughs> ah, goddamn Kandahar, Kevin. Yeah. Well. I mean. Too bad for him. Yeah, Kevin ain't, he ain't doing anything anymore. He was another camp guy that eat, ate people. He did. Yeah. See, maybe they were buddies. Maybe they were pen shared, pals. Shared, like, a recipe book and. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do they have, like, carrier pigeons? I don't know. That would fly, fly across the Pacific Ocean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, the pigeons took a boat. Just go with it. Okay. I just go with it. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, All right. Messenger oh. Thunderbirds. Oh, my God! Oh, my God. That reminds me of a Thunderbird story I don't think I remember all of, so I'm not going to talk about it. We're talking Wendigos. Cool. We just know there's something that exists. All right, cool. I heard something new, like a new Thunderbird thing. Anyways. Keep it, keep him kicking. All right. So the Wendigo's hunger for flesh is so great that, like in that description there, uh, many of the descriptions state that it has eaten its own lips off. Calm down, man. It's that hungry that just, you know. Can you imagine the expression it makes as it's eating its own lips? Like, how do you eat your own lips? I mean, if your teeth are sharp enough, you just catch them and just don't stop, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's so. Not, that sounds like an. Well, I mean, this t- thing does have fangs, so I guess it's totally in the realm of possibility there. Wendigo's got some serious anxiety disorders if he's eating his own lips off. Yeah, most people bite their nails, buddy. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> Man, your face? Yeah. How do you bite your face? You're pretty serious. I'd say go talk to somebody, but you just eat them. Mm-hmm. Unless it was a Wendigo therapist. Same race. Yeah. Like, tell me your problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I see. I understand. Mm-hmm. So, among other things, it is also said that they have no toes because they lost a frostbite. So, for you see, 
Many went Wendigo were human at one point. Not all. Most most of them though. I like that. Not all. Mm-hmm. Some guys, those pure bloods. Right. See, it is in times of great hunger that the Wendigo and the Wendigo psychosis begin to break a man. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. So. Oh boy. Wendigo eat people. They do. So you know how they do that? They hunt them. Wendigo hunt men by slowly driving them mad. Howls in the night to plaguing their victims with evil, horrifying dreams of cannibalism. Sometimes the Wendigo uses mimicry to draw their prey out, pretending to be a friend lost in the night. Huh. Others, it drives mad until they flee into the woods where they become easy prey for this monstrous beast. Imagine being so scared you just run off into the woods. Yeah, well, that's why they say a lot of these people, not all of this said it, so I kind of ignored it, but it's kind of cool. So Sure, uh, yeah, toss in there. It's all good. So I guess like some of these people would just like remove their clothes, more specifically their shoes and like any footwear and pants, Yeah, and they would run into the cold dark because uh, they said they would become burning up with this heat. Yeah. And this is from certain legends. Sure. Not, not Not all of them, which is why I was going to leave it out, but but it kind of goes with that, uh, how they have frostbite, and a lot of them say they don't have toes and stuff. Yeah. This sounds like me like 10 years ago after drinking two Four Locos. Well. <laughs> Burning up. Oh, there goes the pants. Where's he going? But yeah. The, Please. I mean. Find him. <laughs> find him. Four Locos. They'll, uh. Right? They'll do some stuff to you. I always called that shit like the werewolf disease, because then you'd wake up and be like, well, who? And then like, yeah, you were crazy. Oh. Yeah, I haven't touched that shit. No, it's it's done. We don't, no one needs to touch it ever again. Is that still legal to sell to people? I mean, it's, people can still buy cigarettes, so what can I do? What can I say? Well, yeah. I know, cigarettes don't make you take your pants off or into the woods, but. No. I mean. Yeah. So I'm not saying I can relate to that. I'm just saying like, oh God. <laughs> Oh, God. Four locals will do things to you. Oh, my God. I mean, maybe that's the uh, modern equivalent of getting so scared and right? fleeing into the woods. God. Yeah, who needs to do peyote where you can do, like, two four locos and just, like, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You're going to have some Later. kind of experience. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, mm-hmm. you checked out. Though, Although, to be fair, around these parts, more juice drinking had happened. It's true. But, I mean, what can I say? That's not important. Windigos no. are important. Right. So, um, the, the Wendigo also, like I said, it makes these people go mad with dreams mm. of cannibalism. And eventually, those people break. These are the ones that don't flee into the woods and become eaten. Once these dreams break them and they give into the Wendigo's desires to consume their companions, that's it. It's pretty much game over. Once they taste that flesh, there's no going back. Once you eat flesh, yeah, you're done. Yeah, and once they that hunger takes over, they they stalk the earth, consuming everything they can, and that insatiable hunger, and they never be satisfied. Which is why 
the description of the Wendigo is they're always gaunt. Some legends said that once they consume a man, they grow as much as that man fed them. Yeah. Giving them no satisfaction. They just get bigger and hungrier. Greed. Right. Ancient metaphor for greed. Mm hmm. Uh, Wendigos are associated with uh, greed, cannibalism, and murder. All things that are bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you can kind of all lump them all into the same thing. Well, it's like a living sin. Right, yeah, you know, it's you, the embodiment you, of... You got gluttony, you got, mm-hmm. you know, other shit. What is it? It's I like mean, three murder, of the mortal sins wrath, thrown into yeah. one thing. Gluttony, wrath, envy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because, you know, you just, that guy's got flesh and you want it, so you're envious of that. Other legends said that the original Wendigo was a... Oh, let me see if I can find it real quick. It was a warrior that gave up. Shit, what was it? I didn't write it down because it was like the only account of it where all these other ones are. Right. Are very. Yeah, the more common ones are good to stick just because that's more. Mm -hmm. But I mean, some of those outskirt ones. Yeah, which was interesting, but it wasn't really in the entire realm of what Wendigos are known. Sure. He was basically a warrior that gave up all this stuff, and he got shunned by it and was forced out of the tribe once the war was over and things went back to normal. Gotcha. That's the breakdown of what I remember. Like sure. I said, I didn't, I didn't no, that's all right. go a whole lot into that one. Um, but he was the original one to go, so you know, maybe he starved out there. Maybe he started eating people. I don't know. What's most interesting about the things you just told me was the idea that, you know, how a vampire has to bite you and sometimes it's biting, sometimes it's biting and drinking the blood mm -hmm. to turn you into one. Right. But this doesn't even have to be near you. No. It just sends, like, radio signals into your brain. Mm -hmm. It's like, there you go. You, yeah, got, like, you got Wi-Fi infected. You became a beast. Right. Yeah, it just drives you mad. Yeah. It's uh, the Wendigo psychosis, which uh, you know, just drives you insane until, you know, you have to consume that flesh. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to consume that flesh. Yeah, or else. <laughs> I don't know what happens if you don't. Uh, just it can't won't. be good, though. No, it'd probably be less than stellar. Mm-hmm. So, in 1661, Ooh. I have a quote from Jesuit missionaries who came across what sounds like uh, people in the throes of that that psychosis where... They were beginning to transform into Wendigos. So this is from Jesuit missionaries in 1661. What caused us great concern was the intelligence that met us upon entering the lake. Namely, that the men dep deputed by our co conductor had met their death the previous winter in a very strange manner. Those poor men were seized with an ailment unknown to us but not very unusual among the people we were seeking. They were afflicted with neither lunacy, hypochondria, nor frenzy, but have a combination of all these species of disease, which affects their imaginations and causes them a more than canine hunger. This makes them so ravenous for human flesh that they pounce upon women, children, and even upon men, like veritable werewolves, and devour them voraciously without being able to appease or glut their appetite." ever seeking fresh prey, and the more greedily, the more they eat. This ailment attacked our deputies, and as death 
is the sole remedy among those simple people for checking such acts of murder. They were slain in order to, in order to stay the course of their madness. Jesus. Oh my God. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, you know, Lewis and Clark are way after this. Yes. (laughs) Much later. Yeah. And so all this crazy stuff is happening all over the place. Um, during the winter of 1878 to the spring of 1879, yeah, a man, uh, of the Cree people named Swift Runner claimed to have fallen victim to a Wendigo. When spring rolled around after a notorious, notoriously rough winter, Swift Runner seemed to have been well fed. Oh. Nobody saw his family, his wife. Oh. Anybody. No. So some of his uh, extended family notified the police, and they were asked to investigate. A little little suspicious. Yeah, I mean, it was, from everything I saw, it was, like, a rough winter. Like, like people were starving. It was pretty widely known. That it was not good. So I'm going to read you a quote from Murderpedia. Oh, what's that site? Murderpedia. (laughs) Okay, go on. (laughs) Yeah, it it had a few different accounts of a few different sources. Uh, This one was actually from a publication called Old West. So Swift Runner obligingly showed the mounted policeman a small grave near his camp. He explained that one of his boys had died and was buried there. Gagnon, who was the head policeman, he was one of the Mounties, and his detachment opened the grave and found the bones undisturbed. Mm. That, however, did not explain the human bones scattered around the encampment. No. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Police produced a skull, which Swift Runner willingly told him was that of his wife. Oh, Without much prodding, Swift Runner revealed what had happened to the rest of his family. Oh, and what was that? At first, he became haunted by dreams. A Wendigo spirit called on him to consume the people around him. The spirit crept through his mind, gradually taking control. Finally, he was Wendigo. Oh. Swift Runner, no longer. Then, the Wendigo killed an eight Swift Runner's wife. This is the story he's sticking with, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Once this was accomplished, the <laughs> Wendigo forced one of Swift Runner's boys to kill and butcher his younger brother. Oh. While enjoying this grisly repast, the spirit hung Swift Runner's infant by the neck from a lodge pole and tugged at the boy's dangling feet. It was later shown that he had also done away with Swift Runner's brother and his mother-in-law, though he acknowledged that she had been a bit tough. <laughs> <laughs> That's apparently a quote from Swift Runner himself. Swift. Swifty, man. What are we doing? <laughs> he's eating people. Yeah, eating people. That's exactly what he's doing. Yeah. You know. There's no ambiguity about that. Right. No, he uh, got hungry, I guess. The weirdest part about it was the camp was still relatively well stocked compared to most people's camps from this winter. Hmm. 
Yeah, because he never actually, they never actually got their food supply. He was just eating people. Yeah, it uh, seems like he just started eating his family. Right, and then like nobody ate the other food because he's just eating. He's eating his family. Right, and so yeah, the the police were justifiably horrified by the murders that happened, and there was no evidence that starvation had taken hold of Swift Runner because the camp was still stocked. Right. So whether a human or a man tram- transforming into a Wendigo. Swift Runner was hanged. They're and like, yeah, whatever you whatever you're telling us, this is not real. <laughs> yeah. You're out of here, man. Right. <laughs> and so this is the first formal execution in Canada. It was of a man who ate his whole family. He ate his whole family and his get out of jail free card was trying to say that he was possessed by Winnego Demon. Yep. That's that's it. Oh Canada. Oh Canada. I think at that point they could have they could have ended up being crazier than us. At that point, it might have been a toss up. I mean, clearly we know who won that competition of who's a little more insane. Well, I mean, I think America still wins. Probably. <laughs> I mean, number one, right? <laughs> yeah, always number one in everything. America number one in lunacy. Yeah. God. So. The first person killed was a Wendigo. Yeah. Well, we'll just, you know, it's not the I'm first just, person ever killed in Canada. No, right. Uh, sentence, the guy's fa- yeah. family died before him. <laughs> uh, That's true. Yeah, no, but I guess he was pretty unapologetic and, like, just admitted fully to it. And when they hanged him, he was, like, uh, in court, he was given a trial where they had, like, some Cree people, some of the French Canadians. Yeah. They had a formal trial yeah and he just said yeah i did it so like oh yeah Uh so all right hanged him good job done yep Hmm. so there's also a famous wendigo hunter i like this part Mm -hmm. i'm liking where this could go his name's jack fiddler that's a good name for a wendigo hunter yeah he's a famous shaman he has to be doesn't he Mm -hmm. he's gotta have magic skills Right, yeah. And he became famous for his ability to conjure animals and protect people from spells. Well, I mean, that would make somebody famous. He just conjures an animal. Yeah, he was Cree, too. And a lot, I mean, you know how the Native American nations are kind of all, I mean, they are nations, you know, so. They are absolutely nations. They're all over the place. Yes. But uh, Algonquin is, like, the big one, and then there's, like, subsects. So it's, like, saying the United States, but then you break it down by tribes and gotcha. states. Yeah. Know, stuff like, like that. Like, different tribes will speak the same language, so that's how they're connected, but they're yeah. just kind of linked and not. Right. Yeah. So. Got it. So we're talking about the Cree still, though. And this guy uh, claimed to have defeated 14 Wendigos. Oh, my God. He was about the same time as uh, old Swift Runner here, too. But I guess he, they would go to uh, Jack Fiddler here, and people would, when they knew somebody in their tribe or family or wherever were being overtaken by the Wendigo spirit, they would call upon him to kind of take care of business. Hey, Jack. 
I mean, he's a shaman, you know, like... You, you should go to him. Right. That's like their... Back in history, that was the witch doctor or doctor, right. you And know? like therapist, like, like all those things in one. Like, right. talk, talk to you. I think Steve's going to eat somebody. Jack. Right. So this is late 1800s. Go talk to him. This guy is getting up there when he finally gets uh, arrested for this. Yeah. So he's... I want to say 85, and oh. I, I don't have it in my notes here, but uh, he's old. And eventually, you know, Canada's trying to become a country. Yeah. And they don't want people running around putting down Wendigos. And <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> so eventually somebody comes, finds out that this uh, shaman, Jack Fiddler, is euthanizing a Wendigo, and they arrest him for murder. No, he's a good guy, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, no, he was a good guy. Yeah. As far as everybody says, like, he was a good guy. He was just doing, you know, what needed to be done. Taking out these people that these, are eating people. Yeah, because once they stop, or once they start, they can't stop. So he's putting an end to it before yeah. they get rolling. And, I mean, look at Swift Runner. If somebody would have put him down before he got... You know, right. Dude, he ate four, three kids. Yeah, how did that... I'm just wondering, yeah, he ate three kids and his mother-in-law. Yeah. And she wasn't the first person he ate. This seems weird. Yeah. And what's well, happening with the other family as he's eating these other members? Right, well, he made the one kid butcher the other one. So what kind of weird, sick mind control shit? Like, not like mind control, like magic, like extortion or like... Manipulating or, or... Or is that kid getting some weird Wendigo thing going on, too? And then Swift Runner was like, oh, my kid's becoming a Wendigo. i got to eat him now. Yeah. He's going to eat me. Who knows? Maybe the kid started it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you butchered your brother. Maybe just a unfortunate... Well, we got to hide this... We got <laughs> to hide your brother that you butchered. Let's just eat him. Yeah, let's hide him in her bellies. And they're like, oh, that's tasty. Uh-oh. You know your grandma's being a real bitch right now. <laughs> Go in there and stab her a few times. Yeah, we'll eat her too. Then it came down to them too. It was him and his son. He's like, "Well, clearly we're just gonna keep eating people the rest of our lives, and you're done now, little boy." Mm-hmm. And he nommed him up. Yeah. So the mounted police finally arrested yeah. Fiddler. They took him away. Him and his brother both, because they were both kind of in it. Uh, you know, it was a family thing. It was a family business. I mean, not really it was hunting. M- it was mostly Jack Fiddler. All right. His brother, I guess, just assisted him with hunting Wendigos. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah. They were basically, they admitted to it. They didn't see any shame in it. You know, they were hunting Wendigos. They were killing Wendigos. Yeah. Uh, But then it kind of got blew up and Jack actually killed himself. And... No, Jack. Yeah, and then right before Joseph was released, yeah, like he finally got called innocent or whatever happened, he died actually three days beforehand. Jeez, they were they were old guys though. They'd That's been doing true. this for a while. That's true. Yeah, they were saving people, hunting things. Right, they were hunters. It's a family business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two brothers hunting a windigo. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, Jack Fiddler seems like a cool character. And then he doesn't... 
He doesn't give anybody the burden of it's killing him. It's a cool him. name, right? It is. He takes himself out. So he ended up getting the name because of he worked for uh, one of the fur trading companies, and they gave all the natives uh, nicknames just because it was easier to say than Zawuno Gizigo Gaobao. They were not going to put up with that. Your name's Jack. I mean, that's a cool name, though, when translated to English. What's it mean? He who stands in the southern sky. Oh, my God. That guy absolutely was killing evil creatures. Right? <laughs> oh, my like God. <laughs> Jack Fiddler. But apparently he played the fiddle. And he was a musician. Yeah, so... Jack is cool. Why am I getting that series? So, like, his whole family ended up taking the name Fiddler because of that. Yeah. So they, they became known as, like, the Fiddler tribe, which is kind of cool. But, uh, you know, then he was killed, so... Holy, he, I mean, he was fighting a good fight against cannibalist creatures. He was. He was. I mean, that's exactly what he was doing, really, you know. So. Yeah. Is the Wendigo a scapegoat for the criminally insane? Oh. oh. Or is it possible that these hungry beasts have found the perfect hunting ground for oh. their favorite meal? Oh, my God. The cold desolation of the North Woods makes it. Easy for fear to take hold and frighten a man away from the warmth of a fire and the icy clutches of a lurking wendigo. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Easy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the fact that they always look... And they always... Because even if you're just looking at... You know, because we're just going to accept that wendigos are a terrifying beast that, you know, I'm willing to roll with that they're out there doing bad stuff. Yeah. But let's say... If you come across somebody that's eating a human being, they're probably going to look skinny as fuck because they've re- they haven't ate anything and they finally re- they, like they killed somebody to eat them. Right. That's what they've been doing. So like it fits the exact. And if they're if they look almost like a corpse, you know you probably see more of their teeth. Right. Makes them especially look, like, if they eat their lips. Especially yeah. Well then their teeth just look like fangs. That they're canines. Mm-hmm. You're just so hungry. You're chewing your own face. Yeah, but they're 15 feet tall. I mean, that's that I can't account for. <laughs> Some accounts say that they move so fast that you can't actually even see them. Like, they just kind of, like, shimmer. Pass. Yeah, because that's the supernatural taking over. The, right, the, yep. The other worldly elements. Yep. The and, spirit. And there is a lot of other worldly elements to uh, Wendigos. Like, I mean, it's, it's, they're essentially demons. They are absolutely demons. They, like, come from wherever they come from. Well, mm-hmm. demons always, you know, harass people and taunt their dreams and corrupt them. Or the idea is they're fueled by fear. Yeah. So, so these, once you, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, these are just ones that have found like this cold climate, perfect for their the way they do business. Yeah. Well, I mean, a broken down human body is always easier to possess. Right. Allegedly. Yeah. Right. So imagine somebody starving who's on his last leg, and this guy's like, "Hey, psst. just eat your buddy. Eat your dude." I, you love your wife? Just do it. But you love her in your mouth. Yeah, she probably tastes fantastic. But I've, no, no, like, not in, a, not in a sexual way. You want to eat that. Not in a sexual way. Yeah. Consume her, not in a sexual way. <laughs> Everything you're saying sounds sexual, demon. Yeah, no. just calm down. Yeah, just, no, 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 no. Like, chew her up. I know it's, all my words can be twisted, but I'm a demon in your head. Mm-hmm. Just feast on her, man. And then that's the dude that's like, wait a minute. I'm going to take off my pants and my <laughs> shoes, and he runs into the woods. No! <laughs> and then the Wendigo, who's been, like, sending evil Wi-Fi signals into his head, is like, well, now you're my prey. Yeah. We could have done this together. Now i got to eat you. Now you get eaten, and I have to go to the next person's camp. Yeah, great. 
Now I gotta try. Now I gotta go over here and talk to Swift Runner. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get in this guy's head. Hey, Swift Runner, buddy. Yeah. Hey, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody said that Swift Runner was an awesome guy. He worked for the HBC Fur Company and all that stuff. Isn't that how it always goes? He was so nice and yeah. quiet. He was a big dude too. He was like. Is he fifteen feet tall? Uh, he was like six nine or something like that. Back then? Yeah. Oh like, my god. Like there's a picture, let's see if I can pull it up real quick here. Of him next to uh the mounty that took him in. And he's huge. He's like a whole head taller than this dude. Oh my Yeah. Right there. Yeah, he's like six six probably. Oh, he's a big dude though. Yeah, he's a big guy. Yeah, he's a big dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that guy ate his family. Sure did. Oh, man. God damn it. Yeah. Oh, and uh, there's his family. <laughs> He's just a pile of bones. Yep. <laughs> oh, no. You just showed me a pile of bones. Yep. And said, hey, there's his family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that is their bones, though. <laughs> I, I thought I was going to see a portrait. No. I was like, oh... <laughs> You're not wrong. No. There they are. They put them together. You know, the one with her head kind of cracked. It's probably the it's family photo. The mother-in-law. Yeah, he's like, bam. Crack. Yeah, so Wendigos. Yeah, Wendigos. So. Yes. There's still sightings of Wendigos. Of course there is. And I tried to watch some of them. And they're... Watch. They got videos? Yeah, there's a few videos. All right, let's talk about these. The, you know, some of them are like, eh, I know. Eh, no, I'm not buying that one. Good try, dude. And then there's a few that are kind of creepy. And then there's some that are like, well, what the fuck is that? Right. Unless this is like super staged, but you know, these, this camera quality and these high school teenagers freaking out. I don't feel like they have the acting chops to pull that off. Right. And, uh. So, you know, there's some weird ones. There, uh, like, there's a couple where it's in, like, abandoned houses in, I want to say one was in Minnesota and the other one was in Canada. And, uh, the Wendigo is known to sometimes enter people's homes. Yeah. Eat everyone in there. (sighs) And then use that as a lair for years, months. You know, yeah, whatever, whatever it feels like. Right, he makes his own little nest. And so, yeah, the the two that were most convincing okay. were in abandoned houses. Gotcha. And just kind of weird, creepy-looking things. Ah, oh, man. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, check those out if man, you can find them. If my... you can find a not-shitty version where it's like, on my YouTube channel, I'm going to talk about this video for five minutes, and then it's going to be a 10-second video that I took from so Oh, my else. God. I'm glad you went down that rabbit <laughs> hole. I hate it so much. Yeah. I hate it so much. So. Come on, guys. Yeah. What are you doing? Throw me some stuff here. Or, like, have commentary. Don't, I mean... Don't forget to like and subscribe before watching this video. Yeah. Because I'm an asshole. Yeah. Why would I subscribe to this? Yeah. What are you talking about? You're just a piece of shit. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Calling you guys out. Yeah, you guys. You know who you are. You know who you are. Why are you doing that? Don't do that. Nobody likes that. I mean, give me some content or something. Yeah. See, or something interesting. Mm-hmm. And even if you're just reading off the Wikipedia page, like, spice it up a little bit. Like, yeah. make it, you know, just... And then end it with your 10-second video. 
Right. Yeah. That is not yours. You just took off another channel. Right. Yeah. So, but I watched those. Yeah. Because I couldn't find the original ones. Sure. But if you can. Oh man. I mean, I'll do it. What what keywords were you searching so everybody can search along? Just Windigo sightings. <laughs> yeah, I think that's all I put in. Nice. Something along those lines. Uh, yeah. Nice. Nothing too crazy. No, but I you mean, know, I wasn't trying to watch a whole lot of videos on it. I was trying to sure. do a lot of reading. Right. But you know, when you get curious, you're like, well, has anybody seen one of these recently? Mm-hmm. Turns out they have. Yeah. What does someone think this is? Do they think this is a Windigo? Oh, and they have a video of it. Right, yeah. Oh, okay, and I'm watching it, and that was a waste of my time. Yep. But then you're like, well, what's that? Right. Huh. Yeah, so there, there's sightings and all that stuff, and one theory I came up with... Uh, yes. ...is why, you know, you hear less of the Wendigo. Sure. People aren't starving as much anymore. No, they're not. we got supermarkets. Yes. Highways. Yes, that's all I was thinking as you are telling me this. How often are you going to starve this winter? Hopefully not. No, you can at least walk to a Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. I, can, I mean, you can... Can I have a gordita? Yeah. I need this gordita real bad. I'm going to eat my family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah. How many Four Locos have you drank tonight, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my third. Where are your, where are your pants? <laughs> I got the Wendigo spirit in me. Oh, wow. Three Four Locos in my body. I'm going to eat. The next thing that's put in front of me. I hope it's a Make sure it's not your hand. Please don't make it your be your hand. But yeah, you're right. And it's a perfect explanation for why they're... Because there nobody is. Yeah, I mean, it's... You don't hear about that a whole lot anymore. You no. Know? It's just, there's people hungry out there, you know, but like... Not, yeah, not in this country. N- that, I mean, eat your family hungry, you know what I mean? Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's not... You're not getting secluded in the, the woods... For months. I mean, yeah, literal months. I mean, Canada, anywhere up north, like, we're at the bottom of the range for this, you know? Yeah. It's in the Great Lakes. It comes down here, like, for the range for Wendigos and all that. Yeah. And we still get hit by crazy snow every once in a while, but compared to north of us, like, we're at the, the low end of that shit. Right. So. I mean, it goes without saying, like, things are getting warmer, too. Like mm-hmm. overall, so I mean that doesn't help, right? So yeah, that's maybe why there's less Wendigos. They're still out there, though. Yeah, possibly. Oh my god, lurking. Mm-hmm. Just waiting, biding their time. Just. They say they hibernate too, waiting. Yeah. They stockpile bodies too. Is what it says. They actually only eat them when they need to, though. Because they like to hunt. They'll stockpile while they hibernate, and then they'll, you know, if they can't find any fresh meat, they'll eat their, uh, you know, their salted people. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the ones oh, they've been saving yeah. up. Yeah, they, They'd have to use that old, old-timey old way of, they definitely have to salt their meat. Yeah. Can you picture a Wendigo salting his meat? Yeah. I'll eat you next year. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. So. Nice. Swifty, yikes! Wendigos are cool. They're, Wendigos are they're real scary. Cool. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I mean that's all I'm doing is picturing them. It's like half the fun right now. Well, there's a lot of cool drawings of Wendigos. Yes, too. like because uh, so they say 
you become a beast, you know, like when you get overtaken by that hunger. So there's lots of cool, like, uh, monstrous, like hybrid things with fangs, like deer antlers, like deer heads with yeah, like human bodies and fangs. Yeah. And, you know, wolves is kind of a werewolf type thing, but like there's all sorts of creepy versions of Wendigos because they say that that bestial spirit possesses you and you transform into this monstrous thing. Yeah, so the, the, long, slim, uh, slim uh, appendages. Yeah, just made for jumping, stalking, and hunting. I mean, just made for speed and killing. Mm-hmm. Just designed to, for for quickness, for murder. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's it. And lurking. And lurk. That's true. Lurking. Yeah. God damn so, man. Yeah. So yeah, that's the one to go. That's the one to go. Holy shit. Yeah. So check out Swift Runner. What a guy, Swift Runner. Jack Fiddler. Why isn't that a movie? I don't know. That'd be a cool movie. It'd be a real cool movie. The Wendigo Hunter? Yes. I mean, it's... I don't know if I've ever actually seen a movie about a Wendigo. Me neither. I mean, I've seen television episodes. Likewise. And stuff like that, but... Yeah. But yeah, nothing... But I mean, there's a, it's a built-in story. Can you even say based on a true story? Yeah. Jack yeah. Fiddler. Yeah. And if you wanted to, like, merge, like, you know, get Swift Runner in there, just kind of, you know, it's a movie. Mm-hmm. So you could be hunting Wendigos, and there is a Wendigo, like a specific guy, or he like knows a guy, or you know, like his brother's about to turn, and he has to, you know, like give him a chicken leg or something. Like, don't, don't. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like hunting a Wendigo, and they're starving, so he starts to become one. Yeah. Because the Wendigo's whispering to him in the woods. Mm-hmm. It's like no. It's like Jack, I'm losing it. Stay with me. Yeah. Think about something else. Yeah. Think about chocolate cake. Yeah. I wish I had it. Well, Peanut it's not the woods. Sandwiches. We're gonna hunt for rabbits tomorrow. Hang in there. Yeah, we'll get them. It could be a good Snickers commercial too. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you're not you when you're hungry, or whatever the thing is. Sally, you're not you when you're hungry. It's a window. Yeah. Gives him a Snickers. He's Wendy. Like, Wendy. Yeah, it's Wendy. Yes, it's Wendy. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. Wendy, you're not you're not you when you're hungry. Yeah. This little girl. <laughs> She's already killed her family. <laughs> Yep. Oh, shit. Eat a Snickers. Better better call the police. Uh, Yeah, but cool. Yeah, awesome. That's the Wendigo. That was the Wendigo, man. That was a fun one for me to read about. It's a fun one for you to tell me about. Yeah. Because now I just want to dive in deeper. Uh, I'm sure we can dive in deeper, too. Well, we can take more. Just hitting all the the highlights. Well, because, yeah, I always feel like that, too. Like, all right, here's this thing. Yeah. Yeah, eventually, pretty much every episode we've done is just going to get, like, a round two. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, when everybody forgets about round one. Right, or like, hey, you don't... Remember how, will we tackle it this way this time? Let's tackle it this way a different time. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, new Wendigo sightings. Yeah. I yeah. mean, my God. Well, and I love reading about Native American culture and stuff like that. So absolutely. We, all that stuff is really cool. So hearing about, you know, the the really dark side of things, like, this is a thing that scared the shit out of those people. Absolutely, yeah. It's you're out there, you're struggling to survive, and then somebody turns against you and decides it's them against you. Mm-hmm. So it's no longer this human. Yeah, but all, all of a sudden they're like supernaturally powerful. Well, right, they're very strong. Yeah, Who knows? yeah, they're just that that starvation strength. Yeah, That's starvation <laughs> strength. 
survival strength, the adrenaline. That could be it too. Because be. you're no food, it's just adrenaline. You're have you ever not eaten for like a long time? You're like you start to feel lightheaded. I had a whole day without eating once and then I drank some beer and I uh Oh god I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's the uh that's the better way to go. You didn't choose to go eat someone. Yeah. Well that's how I know. <laughs> oh well you didn't right. But yeah, if, if you get, you know, lightheaded and you're just like, I need food. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Oh, yeah, it's rough. It's like, no, give me it. And then you're like... Yeah, you're... but you know how close I've ever been to starving? Yeah, not at all. No. Not at all. Not starving. I can't even, like, say that... I mean, I say it all the time. People do. I am starving. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> am oh, I man. ravenous, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then you're like, why did I eat all that? Well, I eat my whole family? No. Yeah, this... So, I, I felt pretty close... To when to go this morning. Yeah. It was before my lunch, and I was at work. Hmm. And it was, kind of, it was only two hours away, and my stomach was just... So I went, and I bought a bag of peanut M&Ms, and I ate the whole bag. <laughs> and I was like, why'd I do that? Oh, my God. What have <laughs> I done? <laughs> no! It was $2, and I was trying to eat healthy. I just ate chocolate. In uh, my mind, I thought the peanuts were a compromise. This is healthier, <laughs> this is healthier food. <laughs> yeah. No. Little did I know, I could have ate any one of the human beings around me and became a creature. There you go. And you could have wiped them all out. I could have wiped them all out. I'd only get stronger if I kept eating people. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a life lesson for you. You'll only get stronger if you keep eating people. That's true. And this is Weird and Feared. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm Nick. That's Zach. Yep. And if you want to contact us about any creatures you want us to talk about, you should email us at weirdandfearedpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on that IG Instagram. Yeah, do it because uh, we're in fear. We know we know plenty of monsters. We can keep going. We absolutely you, do. We want to hear more. Yes, and if you want to jump on my Facebook page, because between you and me, Facebook is shit. Yep. But if you want to follow the Weird and Feared Facebook page, I will just share nonsensical cryptid articles or whatever wait, all wait, day. We have a Weird and Feared Facebook page. Yes, we do. Do I follow it? I think you do. Oh, probably. I think you've liked the post. Yeah, yeah. The point is, I just follow other cryptid things and then share cool things. Oh they yeah, see throughout I've definitely the day. seen that. Yeah. yeah. So just totally random. Then I share like science stuff or just like just random links because that's all that fucking platform is good for. So yeah, I, cool. I like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it'd go to the Instagram for like little summaries and like art. Facebook, I'll just post ridiculous links. Both are cool. Both are great. And um, you know what's also great? Staying spooky. Absolutely.